destiny they hid it from us but we are fulfilling that destiny just the same and this is what's going to happen i'm going to read to you some wonderful passages from zephaniah that you maybe have never heard and it will really encourage you i want to play some wonderful clips from our wonderful president trump um he was at a rally yesterday took i think two rallies and then he went to jupiter florida at the end of the day i mean the man does not stop amazing what a day we're living in i hope you guys are having a great day if you're new here i am melissa red pill the world i am on the freedom force battalion uh, uh, my website is freedomforce.live we look at how this is biblical this is literally the great day we've been waiting for all our lives we knew it was going to be tough we just didn't know it exactly like this right and it's thankfully not as uh the nuclear holocaust that they warned that they seated in our thoughts but it's very daunting just the same so um and we're just i'm so glad we're here together i'm so glad you guys are, are with me on the freedom force battalion and help me to share all this information and and get it out there and we're working it together and making it happen so and i love our wonderful president trump so the first thing i want to show you and also got so many tidbits i, I try to scour the internet for um, some of the most important things because i know you know with everyone working full time and uh, you don't have time necessarily to, to to research it so i try to i try to bring you the, the highlights of the week so here we go here is um a wonderful pastors we're praying for our president i want you to hear this will not prevail against him. Father in heaven. Amen. 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 So I 
I'm really love that. I love that the pastors got together. I would love for each one of them to read my book. <laughs> if you know who these people are, send them my book because if they're Trump supporters, they need to know the the wonderful truth. We just did our video yesterday on chapter five of the book End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. That the one that we were uh, talking about the the seventy weeks prophecy that they've used to scare humanity <laughs> to pieces. Anyway, so I'm going to be posting that uh, probably tomorrow morning. I have a little few tweaks to do on it. But, yeah, so um, I would love for them to know the wonderful truth of end times for the bad guys and a thousand years of peace for us. So we'll just keep trying to share this information. Thank you so much for helping to get all this liking and sharing. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this video every everywhere you go. I really appreciate it um, because this is the thing that keeps us encouraged. I know you guys know that. All right, so here was some of what President Trump said yesterday. Let's get started. He says, we got this. I love it. That with one hoax, witch hunt, and abuse of power after another. Remember Russia, Russia, Russia. Remember all of that nonsense all turned out to be fake. Then they rigged and stole the election of 2020. They rigged it and they stole it. And since crooked Joe Biden got in, he's been weaponizing government against his political opponents like a third world communist tyrant. Really no different. You take a look at what's happening. And we're talking about to a lot of people, not just Donald Trump, a lot of people. But we got him. We got this thing. We got this thing. What does that mean? Military operation? (laughs) We got this. We got this. He's, uh, he never, it all makes you think there's, he's concerned at all about not winning. We're going to, he's confident we're going to win. And actually this morning, uh, Dan Scavino posted Vincito again, which is, I will win. That's the famous song, you know, Pavarotti singing the the last line and it's amazing. Um, really you know, waiting for dawn to break. That's what we're, what the song says. And that's what we're waiting on is that dawn to finally break and for there to be a breakthrough and for uh, us to finally win. Oh, I just feel so, I know you, I know how you guys feel. I know you're like, this has got to stop soon, especially with what's going on in Gaza, which is horrifying. And President Trump said unthinkable, unthinkable. And what he was talking about He's got to he's got to thread that needle so carefully, you guys, because he cannot put us at risk. But I can say it: what's going on with the the IDF hurting, uh, killing the children is horrible. I think the number right now of the, of the civilian deaths is twenty two thousand. It's awful, unthinkable, unthinkable. What's going on over there? So, yeah, let's just continue with President Trump now, though. I kept the entire world safe, and we will again as the 47th president. He kept the people of Gaza safe. He kept everything, you know. They knew they had to start this mayhem before he got back into office. Check this out. But we're going to bring it back. I withdrew from the disastrous Iran nuclear deal. That was one of the biggest things I did for Israel, but no, nothing happened with it because they didn't when they withdrew. You're supposed to make a deal. They were broke. They withdrew. You were supposed to make a deal. And with the historic Abraham Accords, I even made peace in the Middle East. We're going to have peace in the Middle East. So for four straight years, I kept America safe. I kept Israel safe. I kept Ukraine safe. None of this stuff would have happened. And I kept the entire world safe. He's not just talking about the 
the Israelis, because there are good Israelis, it's just, our only beef is with the people at the top, the people in the, the cabal, right? But he kept everyone who lived there safe. Yes, they, it, the, the, res, the issue has not been resolved, and them living in an open-air concentration camp is not the, not the resolution, clearly. And so he, you know, kept them, though, from starting this type of, of mayhem over there using uh, using Hamas, which, anyway, you, I will get to that here in just a little bit. He prevented that, and so we're going to solve it once and for all, where everyone will be free. And if anybody has a problem with that, then they need to go <laughs> to Getmo, because it, if we can't have freedom for all, then it, there's not freedom for any. We know that. All right, so then President Trump talks about what... They're called, it's called laundering. Check it out. That's why I've paid you three and a half million dollars. And Chris Wallace, how's he doing, by the way? Chris Wallace was the moderator. You shouldn't be allowed to ask that question. I said, well, it's true. The mayor of Moscow's wife paid this family $3.5 million. Why did they get it? What did they do that was worth $3.5 million? They weren't able to explain it. Now it's turned out to be a big case. I was right. Chris Wallace, it was like fighting two people. Of course, it was really like fighting one person. <laughs> that was the beauty. But uh, now it's turned out to be a very big, really big subject. He got three and a half million dollars from Moscow and nobody knows why and they can't justify it. What did you do for the three and a half? At least say you did something. There's nothing. They didn't do anything. You know what they did. It's called laundering. Just as I promised, I also fought for... That's what it's called. Laundering. Yep. And President Trump has been... He knows all of this. All of this. And he has for years. And he's been putting it out there. And, uh, yeah. And he's not... We're not stopping talking about all of their crimes against humanity. Their crimes against uh, our country. It's called treason. Called laundering. So, yeah, we're not going to stop until these people, they, they're scared to pieces. They're like, when President Trump goes back in, he's if he gets elected, he'll be a dictator or whatever. What they know is that he's going to bring down judgment. He's going to bring down retribution. And they, they, can't, they can't allow that. And the honest truth is, and I'm going to read to you, McGregor said he didn't think that we would get to, uh, to the election for 2024 which makes sense because there would have to be, it seems to me, have to be a military operation before that because these people will never allow the election to be done where he would win, right? They, You know how bad they cheated last time. They would cheat even more this time because what do they have to lose? These people know they're going down. All right. He said about cleaning up the capital, the U.S. capital in D.C., Horribly run. Have you seen it? It's filthy, dirty, with graffiti all over the most beautiful marble columns, magnificent columns built 200 years ago, 100 years ago. It's, they're loaded with graffiti at levels you've never seen. The roads are disgusting. They're like driving over garbage. And we're going to clean it up, renovate it, and rebuild our capital so that it's no longer a nightmare of murder and crime. Last week, three people were killed. Every week, people are killed. Every night, people are hurt badly. They go to Washington. They're proud of their country. They come out. They're frightened. They go outside. They can't go outside. You can't. If you go outside, 
You're making a big mistake. This is our capital. It's never been like that. You know, when I left, it was uh, different. It was much different. But years ago, it was really amazing. Now what they're doing, you know, I, I wouldn't allow anybody to park on our, put their tent up on our lawns, our beautiful parks. Now the parks are loaded up with tents and they're loaded up with homeless. We have to help the homeless, but we can't destroy our capital. We're going to rebuild our capital. We're going to... Yep, yep. That is, uh, it is, it's a horrible, horrible thing that's going on in, in D.C. Absolutely horrible. And when he's talking about cleaning it up, obviously he's not just talking about cleaning it up with the tent cities and the, all the graffiti. He's talking about cleaning up the swamp. And that's what they know. And that's why they are flipping out. Now, this one was right, right before President Trump started the closer, you know, where he starts talking about America is in decline, and it looked like he couldn't, he could barely get through it. It's uh, what is happening around the world is horrible, not just in America, but all the devastation that they've caused is horrible and, um, yeah, takes your breath away, takes it where you can't even speak. And I know, you know, I, I keep talking about what's going on in Gaza, and I appreciate you guys supporting me in that because this is, this is it's unthinkable what's going on. And uh, what's been going on in America, all over the world, it's it's just, yeah, it's, it's we're at that point. This is Armageddon, <laughs> clearly. If anyone says, well, we haven't had tri seven years of tribulation, they have not been paying attention. They have, they must live under a rock somewhere. That people suffering countless hor horrible tribulation. So... Yeah, this was after the uh, after the speech, after the rally, and then he goes to another party. I mean, <laughs> everywhere he goes, people are just coming out in droves, and I mean, everyone has their camera out. I mean, have you ever seen such a thing? Have you ever seen anything like this? <laughs> people come out of the woodwork because of the love that, I mean, you can feel, it's just something, isn't it something, you guys, that you can feel the love and the hope. Uh, so just hang on tight, hang on tight, everybody. We're going to get there. We're, there's no doubt. Whenever you see all of this, you can't, you have to know that we're going to win. We're going to right? We're going to win. All right. So then president, <laughs> Trump said, can you imagine Biden lying in bed at night, tossing and turning, thinking about how he's going to screw China for $28 billion for the farmers 
sweating at night. Oh, no, I don't think he's doing that. No, he's a sound sleeper. Give him his milk and put him to bed. <laughs> Check it out. Please, sir, my people, please. I said, listen, we're going to win Iowa. Well, how do you know, sir? Because I got him $28 billion for the farmers. I'll be flippant. I mean, maybe you'll have an upset. Who the hell else? Biden doesn't even know what a farmer is. Biden. Can you imagine Biden laying in bed at night, tossing and turning, thinking about how he's going to screw China for $28 billion for the farmers? I don't think he's going to be doing that, right? Sweating, sweating at night. No, he's a sound sleep. They gave him his milk and they put him to bed. He doesn't give it yet. So, anyways. So much. Oh my gosh, he could he's on the comedy hour. He's so funny. He does. He does everything in the world to and, and he's not screwing the Chinese people, he's screwing the cabal. And that's what they know. That's why they hate him. That's so why they're trying everything, all the lawfare and everything else to stop President Trump. Okay, so this is did you hear that the BLM leaders are coming out saying, We want to talk to President Trump. We wanna we wanna support President Trump. We wanna to talk to the Republican Party about leaving the Democrat plantation in Jesus' name. How amazing is that? Did you see where a very respected representative of Black Lives Matter, New England territory, right? New England, uh, endorsed Trump, he said. He didn't necessarily say the Republican Party. Right, 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 because I don't trust the Republican Party either. We're all standing in agreement on that. But he's supporting Trump, 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 Trump. And this is the thing. When you think BLM, think of the people who were trying, who were out just protesting the, 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 the lawless government, the lawless justice system. Don't think about the ones who hijacked it. The same thing applies to January 6th. Don't think about all the people breaking down the windows because that was the feds who did that. That was not the MAGA people. Think about people who were fighting fighting against the corrupt elections. Same, we're doing the same thing. But both of our movements, we're both fighting the corruption, but both of the movements are hijacked by the feds and by the Antifa and by the, the cabal, basically. So that's what I think is finally dawning. It has to dawn on us. We have to understand that that if you, and if you see posts on other channels or wherever you go, you see posts about BLM support. Say we support BLM fighting corruption and injustice. We're all fighting that same battle. Please stop dividing us. Please let's let's make sure that we bring unity everywhere we can. That our our common enemy is this lawless cabal at the top. Lord Jesus, please help us to get there. Everyone to see through the the the, the baloney, you know, and, and to see who clearly we are fighting against in Jesus' name. All right. So that was, oh, uh, did I play the rest of it? Okay. I'm going to play you more about what he says about BLM. But he said, Trump, because what we've done in terms of opportunity zones and, and you know, jobs for everybody, frankly, but uh, jobs... Uh, historically, if you look at the colleges, the uh, colleges, the black colleges and universities, I got them 10-year funding. They never had that. They'd have to come to Washington every year. We took care of their funding and a lot of other things, criminal justice reform at a very, very high level, very fair. We've got to be fair, but very, very uh, something that everybody really, in, we had tremendous conservative report, uh, support, but criminal justice reform, and he came out in favor of 
Donald Trump, but he said, I'm going to do something that's going to surprise some people, but this guy has done more for the black population than any president, and I think he included Abraham Lincoln, but I'm not 100% sure, you know? But uh, it's a great honor. Yes, that's amazing. Please, Jesus, wake up all the people, just every color. I just saw an ad this. I posted it on the social media. If you're not on the social media, go over here to freedomforce.live. You'll make sure they find out all the social media right here and join with us on all these so you get the good stuff, the good news. And so these are the video channels. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, he was, uh, I'm going to forget what I was going to say. <laughs> but, anyway, over here. Oh, he just posted Latinos for Trump. Latinos for Trump. They were um, having a song about that. And so, you know, the, the Latinos, we've got... I don't know how many millions of Latinos in our country. We've got to have them vote for Trump, too. So let's all get everybody on the same bandwagon for Trump. All right, so then this is the Trump success. The best jobs. We had the greatest economy in history. I mean, think of all the things that we were doing. I defeated ISIS. Everybody said, you can't defeat ISIS. I defeated ISIS in four weeks. When he says ISIS, he's also meaning Hamas. Because any of these groups that... You know, he's going to fight, he's going to destroy all these groups that have been made, created by the cabal to be their boogeyman, to be their bad guy, and to take the fall. Actually, not the fall. Take the, take the, to blame, but then they get away scot-free, and the, and the innocent are the ones who actually take the blame, but anyway, it's very complicated. Okay, let me see if I can get That's this. why we had the best jobs. We had the greatest economy in history. I mean, think of all the things that we were doing. I defeated ISIS. Everybody said you can't defeat ISIS. I defeated ISIS in four weeks. Amazing. I don't know why it's only playing 11 seconds. It. Come on. That's why we had the best. Uh, it's only playing 11 seconds. Sorry about that. I don't know why it's not playing the rest of it. All right. So if you love Trump, I've, I had posted uh, some Christmas ornaments of President Trump's mugshot. And so some people were saying, oh, I really would like to have one where he's actually smiling, you know, because the, the mugshot really makes us mad. So I created them for you guys. Over here on uh, freedomforce.live under the gear, slash gear, you will see President Trump. There's one where he's pointing at you saying, I love you. <laughs> There's one where he's giving you the thumbs up and one where he's winking at you. So I hope you like those. And uh, actually, I put him on, on mouse pads, too. So he can be sitting beside you every day, winking at you or pointing at you or uh, telling you how proud he is of you or putting a thumbs up. I hope you guys like that. So, yeah. But I still like the, <laughs> I still like the mugshot. I still like the mugshot. The mugshot is on. Did y'all see I posted that? It's on uh, our tree. Go over there and put your picture of, of uh, President Trump on your Christmas tree. All right, so I uh, thought you guys would like that. Now, let's start up talking about what are some of the tidbits that I found some some um, uh, of the highlights of this week. And so one is how Tucker dropped this gigantic bomb about Pompeo and that Pompeo tried to have Julian Assange assassinated. Check this out. London. I wanted to ask you. Wouldn't put that. people in prison. No. Except for a very good reason. And they talk about the truth. Talk about the truth being illegal. Look at his paper with dozens of people. Well, Assange has never been accused of lying or of fraud or of making money in some criminal scheme. Assange has been accused of telling the truth, period. Yeah. And they are torturing him to death yeah. in front of all of us. No one's doing anything about it. Um, and that Mike Pompeo is a very, very sinister person. Isn't he? The worst. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that, and I've told Trump that. Never should have allowed him to run CIA or state. 
But Mike Pompeo tried to have him murdered. And that's a criminal act. He's not even charged with a crime in the United States. And Mike Pompeo was CIA director. This came out. Pompeo didn't deny it. I never heard this. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. I saw it. Oh, my God. He tried to have Julian Assange murdered, poisoned, in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. And that's a fact, okay? Wow. And it's been established. And Okay? Yes. Why is Mike Pompeo not in prison? Wow. That was a gigantic truth bomb. Go over if you want to find that. You can just search on my site. I think I've got it just where it says... Uh, Pompeo, I don't know what I, what I posted, but anyway, look for that and share that because people have to understand what is what is going on. These people are criminals, criminals, you know, and, and just because you're part of the CIA, they feel like they have a carte blanche to kill. They literally, this is what is the problem with the cabal. They feel that we are their underlings, that they can kill us if they want. And the only crime that Assange is guilty of is speaking the truth which is now a crime. All right, so McCarthy is behind all of it. He is behind the Santos. They're trying to threaten anyone who doesn't vote like what McCarthy wants you to vote by having you removed. And that's what that first one was Santos. And this was a privileged resolution, so it was not able to, uh, Mike Johnson was not able to stop it. So McCarthy is behind this, and guess who is next? They want to take out Matt Gates because that's McCarthy's mortal enemy because McCarthy uh, Gates had him removed. So one by one, they want to remove anyone who stands in their way. That's what they're trying to do. Anyway, so I want you to see that, yeah, this guy is the, the slimiest, the swampiest of the, of the swampiest yeah. All right. The other thing, did you, I'm sure you guys saw this, but just in case, this is where Oliver Stone was talking with Bill Maher, and he truth bombed him about, red pilled him about the bioweapons labs in Ukraine, and he brought up about Victoria Newland. And I wanted you to see that where he, you know, he, they didn't have the clip, so I want you to see the clip of where Victoria Newland calls the the Ukrainians. <laughs> it cracks me up every time I hear her say that. She's trying to sound so so smart and intelligent and whatever, and she just sounds stupid. She sounds like somebody from a Star Trek episode. Check it out. Ukraine, what, what is that about with the American labs over there? Oliver is Stone explains the U.S. has biological research facilities in Ukraine. Bill Maher had no idea. Maybe we'll never get there, but I feel like it's tipping toward lab leak and not bats. It's worse than that, I think. What, what, what if we're dumping in Ukraine all the things that we're... we're, we're what, what, what are you talking about, American labs? The labs that we have in Ukraine. All for? For development of uh, research. Of what? Uh, all kinds of research, agricultural. Uh, we have labs in Ukraine? We had. Had? Well, I don't know. They kind of buried it. Do you remember she admitted it? Newland admitted it? I only have a minute left. Let me ask you. Um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. Did what? She said we had labs there. Why was that controversial? Well, will we be making anthrax? Maybe. 
maybe a few versions of it. I, I mean, we don't know. That's the point, Bill. It was buried. Come on. I'm surprised that you... you I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't know that. Right. He was, he, he, he was, uh, he says everyone has gaps in their knowledge and we all do. So even, you know, Bill Maher, who's, who's up on a lot of, a lot of things, but that helps you to connect the dots as to why Putin went into Ukraine it was because these, tw imagine having next door to you 26 bioweapons labs. And the question is, why are they there? Why are they not in America? Well, likely to uh, to get away with any kind of illegal activities. They can do that over there. They can do all their dr trafficking, their drug running, their laundering of money, they, all these things they can do there because it's outside of the uh, of the justice system. And this is, it's the head of corruption in all the world. And so I hope that Bill Maher has connected the dots on, you know, why this explains why we had this war to begin with. Plus the fact that NATO is, they're saying they want to add Ukraine in once the war is over. Well, let me, let me tell you something. The war will never finish because, because Putin will never stop as, uh, uh, fighting to protect his country from having this, this, this uh, Ukraine as a NATO, uh, a part of NATO, right in his doorstep. Not gonna ever. He's not gonna ever stop. So I don't even know. Bottom line, he, it needs it. They need to go back. It needs, in my opinion, needs to go back and be part of Russia and get rid of all this Ukrainians <laughs> from Star Trek. Get these Star Trek ones out of there. Check it out. All right. So then this was the one I was telling you earlier. Douglas McGregor says, I don't think we'll get to the 2024 election. Things are going to implode in Washington before then. Our economic financial condition is fragile. It's going to come home to roost in ugly ways. We have, you know, we're supposed to run out of money again sometime either in January or whatever. They're supposed to, you know, run out of money. So it, this is this is not over. And, and reality is I don't know how we're going to print more because I don't think we even can get any more financing. We're out of, uh, out of our credit limit. So, yeah, and what does he mean? What, what is going to happen? He just, he doesn't feel like we're going to get to the November. We'll see. We're, we're getting to the precipice that where we really have uh, no more um, financial options. All right, so we'll see what happens. Oh, my goodness. This was the the bomb to beat all bombs. This one right here with um, with Elon. But you, this is not the one where he drops the F-bomb. This is the one where he talks about who is the judge. I loved this. I love this. Please make sure to share this because this is... This shows his where his thinking is, where his head is. I love this. And think about that for a Tell second. Tell it to the judge. But the, but the judge is going to be... The, the judge is the public. Oh, my goodness. That's my favorite five seconds of whatever, six seconds of, of video. Tell it to the judge. And he says, but the judge... And he starts in, and Elon straightens him out that quick. The judge is the people. The people have judged. This is the point of... Of humanity, this is the everyone's like. Oh, the people in power are the ones who are. The, we are the ones who will not buy from them. We will not support them. We will expose them. We will keep posting and posting and posting until everyone knows. We will share. We will tweet. We will. We will email. We will text. We will send it on the little leg of a carrier pigeon. We'll do whatever we have to do because the people have judged that we're not going to. We're not going to have you remove 
our free speech. We're not going to have you stifle Twitter or any other platform where we're trying to get the truth out. And what's so very odd is that they're allowing this truth to come out on TikTok and uh, and Instagram. It's very, very odd, but for some reason they don't want this truth to come out on 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 Twitter. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, it's quite yeah, something. So let's, let's listen to that one more time. And think about that for a Tell second. Tell it to the judge. But the, but the judge is going to be... The uh, judge is the public. And you think that the public is going to say that, that Disney is making a mistake? Yes. And they're going to boycott Disney? They already are. They already are. They already are. I just went to uh, drop off a package at the UPS, and right next to it, it has a Starbucks. And go to, when you see a Starbucks, look and see. There's nobody in the line. The kids won't put a sip of, of Starbucks to their mouths and, and they've lost market share. There's no one going in there. <laughs> Anyone who does have a Starbucks, it's like a Bud Light. It's like, what are you doing? What kind of creep are you? You must be a pro-genocide person. I mean, and they had, they always, I have to watch to make sure I don't get run over by the people coming out of Starbucks, uh, out of the, the, the drive-thru. There's not a person in the line. They have really done it, really done it. The people have judged. They're not going to buy any Disney. They're not going to, you know, and they're up in the prices because they're trying to take it, uh, you know, overcome all the losses that they have. But, yeah, that's why he's calling out Bob Iger. And Bob Iger's on the hot seat because, uh, because Disney's going down in flames. And so <laughs> Bob Iger's had a hard time, uh, a few weeks, which, which doesn't bother me in the slightest. The people, I love it. I'm going to play it one more time. I'm saying what, what, what I care about is the, the reality of goodness, not the perception of it. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good while doing evil. Fuck them. Okay? Okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And, and this is what the, the kids, or whatever, whoever's on TikTok, there's grown-ups too. I've, all kinds of people over on TikTok who are who are awakened to what is going on and they have judged and they're like, we're going to do whatever we have to do to put a stop to this criminal cabal. Very, very, very exciting. Thank you, Elon. He immediately says, ask the judge. The judge is the people. Love it. Ugh, that's awesome. This is a wonderful um, uh, post by a man named Scott Ritter. I'd never heard of him before. Real Scott Ritter. I just, he's so succinct. I wanted you to hear him. Dawson, geopolitical analyst. Hello, Ryan. Always a pleasure to check with you. Hope you're doing well. Ryan Dawson. Ryan Dawson. Check it out. Well, your initial thoughts on this resumption of hostilities that took place a little over five hours ago in Gaza. It's an interesting conundrum because the Israelis are claiming they want the hostages back, and yet they're willing to carpet bomb apartments, hospitals, churches, mosques. There's really no place that's safe. So why would they believe that they wouldn't kill their own hostages? And then they'll say, well, they're down with Hamas in the tunnels. Okay, well then if you're admitting that your bombing's not going to hit the hostages, then it's not going to hit Hamas either because they're together, then why are you doing it? If you know that you're not hurting the military whatsoever or the militia group. Do you see his reasoning? Very good point. If you're saying, if you're saying, you know, you're bombing, well, you're gonna bomb your own hostages. Oh, well, the hostages are underground. They aren't being harmed. They're with Hamas underground. 
Well, then why are you bombing the hospitals and the buildings where the people are? There were three streets yesterday that completely collapsed. Just I posted this on social media. They just completely just were all went down in, in this gigantic collapse of bombing. Thousands of people killed innocent civilians. So his, his point is well taken. Very good point. We need to make sure that people understand that if they're saying they're, they're, uh, we're not going to harm our own hostages, which I think the hostages thing is baloney anyway. It's just cover for them to bomb. That's the only reason that they have this story, in my opinion. is just All of it just doesn't ring true to me, but it's hard to know what the truth is over there. Anyway, but if, why are you bombing if you're going to harm your own people? Oh, we're not. This is a great great point what then if you're if you're worried if you're saying that they're underground then why are you bombing the people above ground it's their lies do not hold up check really great i think ryan dawson's awesome you're just blowing up people's homes and murdering innocent civilians by the tens of thousands and in addition to that they're also attacking the west bank where there is no hamas or hostages and they've bombed that with the Air Force and artillery, too. So it's pretty clear that that's just camouflage. Israel wants to annex more territory and murder Palestinians as an act of revenge because they got humiliated. On a- and I would I would disagree with that one piece. I would say, no, it, it was not a humiliation. This was a planned operation all from the get-go. Uh, the, the proof of that, if you haven't seen it, you can go back on some of my older videos or look on the social media, is that The Economist magazine put this out in 2012, that Hamas and Netanyahu with a Zionist logo, uh, uh, Star of David, would come in and fight and shoot from paragliders. They said posted this 2012. So that that tells you right there. This is, this is not... Uh, something that just happened. This has been planned for a long time, and it has come out. I think he's going to talk about this. That they had, they had uh, evidence that this was going to happen. They don't talk about how long they had this evidence, but then they they let it happen. Okay, so their their lies do not hold up. This is what happens every time there's a false flag. They use some storyline and they use a, a bad guy like Hamas quote and they blame you know Hamas for doing it and then it gives them what they consider carte blanche to kill millions of people or in in America they'll to take away our rights this is how it works at time and time again this playbook is known they use this playbook over and over and over and we have to wake up and not fall victim to the to the lies October 7th. And Ryan, it seems like world leaders all week uh, scrambled, including Western leaders, scrambled to try to extend this uh, temporary uh, ceasefire beyond this uh, 5 a.m. Uh, or 0500 GMT uh, deadline this morning. Uh, my question to you, what happened? How did they fail the Palestinians? Why did we not see the same level of urgency from the regime in Tel Aviv, Washington, or uh, London? They, you know, they can say they're putting pressure on the Israelis, but I don't think that's in earnest whatsoever, especially from the United States. If they wanted Israel to maintain a ceasefire, all they would have to do is say not another dime and it would end right now. So uh, when they're saying, well, we're talking to them, we're negotiating. No, you're not. 
I understand uh, the European states don't have as much leverage, but the United States is giving Israel $4 billion a year, every year annually. The money talks. That money talks. And Blinken is useless. He's worthless. He's he's out of his league. I don't know what he's controlled. Whatever it is, he is not doing his job. And lives are lost because of him. Same thing with Mayorkas. These people are are causing lives to be lost and they have to be held up on on crimes of treason this is their fault that this is that this is happening they could shut off the money that quick but they will not say no to the israeli cabal and completely props up the Likud government could end this any second they wanted by cutting off aid they could register apac under the foreign registration act there's many things they could do so they're not being serious about this and so, thus, we are witnessing, Ryan, a resumption of hostilities. My question to you, to what end? And is that end, that objective the Israelis and the Americans want to uh, attain, is it uh, realistic? No, this is them mowing the lawn. They got caught. If you've ever heard that phrase, that mowing the lawn is where they go in and there are too many people, so from time to time they go over and kill people. They've been doing this for 75 years. That's, that's, what the, that's the term they use. It's disgusting. It's despicable. It's demonic. And in Jesus' name, they will be stopped. So I want, you to, play, I want to play a little bit more of this. I'll be able to wipe out Hamas. They're not serious. Okay, yeah, this is the part. They will not be able to wipe out Hamas. They're not seriously even attempting to do that. They haven't gone in the tunnels. They haven't spent, sent special forces in or anything like that. All they're doing is sitting at a distance and blowing up people's homes with their air force and artillery. They went into an agricultural sector with their tanks and just started shooting the homes along that, at, along the beachfront, just regular homes that had already been bombed. They're just knocking things down they finally went into the urban area. They lost a lot of soldiers. They tucked tail and ran. And, and so they need more revenge. They'll bomb the South. And they will kill tens of thousands more Palestinians and blame it on the Egyptians for not letting millions of refugees in rather than blaming themselves, the people actually doing the killing. And what are your concerns? If it's not realistic that they're going to wipe out Hamas, how far do you think they will take this thing, uh, Ryan? I they say, I mean, it's just rhetoric. They're not trying to wipe out Hamas. They're trying to murder Palestinians. That is all. Netanyahu was hanging by a thread. You know, they had five different votes uh, when Gantz was, Benny Gantz was in temporarily, then Netanyahu gets back to the reins. But he was only able to do that by making a coalition with the extreme right lunatics. His whole cabinet's a bunch of terrorists, the kind of people that say Palestine doesn't exist and, that, you know, those kind of people. That's his coalition. So in order to maintain power, to stay out of jail, he had to ally with the devil. And these people don't care. They, they don't, they aren't calling Palestinians animals. They call Palestinian doctors veterinarians. They're absolutely disgusting. This is who he's in bed with. And he doesn't really have a clear plan other than, well, just keep bombing and murdering. Because uh, no one's going to step in and save him. It's really disgusting. And they, you know, 
even if they wanted to get rid of Hamas, they can't. There would just be another generation to replace it. The reason people attack Israel is because Israel routinely annexes their territory, holds them under a tight blockade, and murders their children. Right? Annexes the territory, saying, okay, we're taking this land, and they take their homes, and they murder their children. This is this is what's been going on for, for many, many years. And so I appreciate uh, Ryan Dawson being very succinct in explaining that to most people who haven't uh, gotten the truth from the mainstream media, of course. We have to get the, the truth from alternative sources. So I appreciate that, uh, that he's doing that. All right. So I, I wanted to, to show you another video of, uh, actually, let me, let me pause it real quick. I'm going to show you one other quick video. Okay, here was a short video that I found this morning. I think it might be a good one to share uh, that people to help people understand what's going on. Dude, what the hell are you doing? Defending myself? What's it to you? You're going to kill him. Oh, my God. Why do you hate all followers of my faith so much? What's happening? You criticizing me means you hate me and all adherence to my religion. I couldn't care less what religion you are, buddy. I just want you to stop beating that guy to death. Ah, you see? Defending him. <laughs> that means you hate us. That's not true. I detest what you're doing in our name. Well, that's because you hate yourself. Mate, this isn't about your religion. Just be reasonable. Yeah? La, la, la! La, la, la! They're doing it again. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, if you criticize him, you're anti his religion. So. But that's ridiculous. Like, it is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Want me to tell everyone what you did to my grandparents again? He's right. You're wrong. Move along. Oh, and both of you just lost your jobs. There you go. That's that's it in a nutshell. That was a great video to share so that people can piece this together. Please, for crying out loud, please wake up. All right, so I'm going to read to you a little bit from Zephaniah because this is about these very criminals that we're talking about. We've got to get rid of. Look at this in Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 8. Therefore, be patient, says the Lord. Soon I will stand and accuse these evil nations. Don't think of the word nations. Think of this cabal. Think of this the criminal network, This these evil evildoers. I have decided to gather the kingdoms of the earth. That's us. We're gathered together and pour out my, I'm sorry, uh, the kingdoms of the earth. These, these kings, these, these, um, I'm sorry. Um, the, um, I don't think of kings. Think of these, these uh, powerful ones. The kingdoms of this earth and pour out my fierce, fiercest anger and fury on them. And all the earth will be devoured by the fire of my jealousy. Jealousy over over how he's harmed that these people have been harming us. He's uh, he's they they're not allowed to you know, to do such evil to us. Then I will purify the speech of all people so that everyone can worship the Lord together. My scattered people who live beyond the river of Ethiopia rivers of Ethiopia will come to present their offerings. On that day, you will no longer need to be ashamed, for you will no longer be rebels against me. I will remove all proud and arrogant people from among my from among you. Oh, praise the Lord. How about that one? I love that. Let's read that one again. I'll remove all proud and arrogant people. Like on that last video, these proud and arrogant people who feel like they can get away with murder, literally, they will, the Lord will remove them. I'll remove all these people from among you. Yes, there'll be no more haughtiness on my holy mountain. Just everyone being able to get along. Can you imagine? Just Think about that a minute, you guys. One day, very soon, we're going to have these people gone, and then we will be able to live in peace 
and get just everyone get along and just live their lives. Those who are left will be lowly and humble, for it is they who trust in the name of the Lord. They're not trying to hurt someone. They want humanity wants everyone to be free. Want they just want the the criminals to be gone. The remnant of Israel will do no wrong. They will never tell lies or deceive one another. They will eat and sleep in safety, and no one will make them afraid. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O Israel, O true Israel. O true Israel, not the fake ones who hijack the name. No, like he was saying on the video, you, you're using religion for this evil purpose. No, the real people who love God. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem, for the Lord will remove his hand of judgment and will disperse the armies of your enemy. And the Lord himself, the King of Israel, will live among you. How about that? <laughs> you want to write that one down? Zephaniah 3. 15, 315, kind of like think of John 316, 315, right? John 315, the Lord himself, the King of Israel will live among you. At last, your troubles will be over and you will never again fear disaster. Isn't that awesome? Your troubles will be over. At last, you will never again fear disaster. On that day, the announcement of Jerusalem will be cheer up Zion. Don't be afraid for the Lord, your God is living among you. How about that? He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. I will gather you who mourn for the appointed festivals. You will be disgraced no more. You will be disgraced no more. Who loves Zephaniah 3? I will deal severely with all who have oppressed you. I will save the weak and helpless ones. I will bring together those who were chased away. I will give glory and fame to my former exiles. Wherever they have been mocked and shamed on that day, I will bring you together and bring you, gather you together and bring you home again. Home to wherever you live that you can live in peace and have your home and not have it bombed, not have it taken away, not have it uh, taken with confiscatory taxes, not have it where you can't even live there because it's become so dangerous and, and because of the, the health and all the things that are, are, are wrong in your town. I'll give you a good name, a name of distinction among all the nations of the earth as I restore your fortunes before their very eyes. I, the Lord, have spoken. Isn't that awesome? We'll make America wealthy again. Make the world wealthy again. How about that? Isn't that awesome? This is from the book. Um, this is from the one, um, End Times, Major Clues from Minor Prophets. Because Zephaniah, this is Zephaniah uh, chapter 3. Zephaniah is one of the minor prophets. And they told us. They told us what was going to happen. It's just so great. And um, yeah, the, the one I was talking about before, End Times in a Thousand Years of Peace. Watch for that video coming out in the next couple of days where we decode <clears throat> the seven years of tribulation and what it really means, what it really, really means. So you're going to love that. That's coming up. And also this one right here, End Times. This is biblical. All these wonderful stories we've heard all our lives are being played out before our eyes. Gideon and Josiah and Je Jehoshaphat and all these stories. Maybe you have heard of them. Maybe you haven't. The Crossing the Red Sea and, and all these wonderful stories. Um, we're, they're happening before our eyes. They were a roadmap for us. All these things that the Lord has shown to us. I just wanted you to see that. And Oh, last thing before we go um, is um, 
and these are on, on Amazon for two ninety nine. And you can actually give them to someone for a present if you want to send, to send that just an email. You can send it to them or they printed copy. Um, either way. So this is where you go to get my pillow uh, specials for Christmas. So you can get everybody Christmas presents from my pillow. Go to mypillow.com slash Melly and get all kinds of great gifts. Lovely, wonderful little rolling, uh, roll and go anywhere pillows. They're on special. The, um, I love, 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 of course, the my slippers. Everybody's got to have my, uh, have to have my slippers. And also, where was I showing here? The, there's a two inch mattress topper and a three inch. The two inch one is like the softest thing you ever could even hope to sleep on for $99, as low as $99. So check all these out. Go to mypillow.com slash Melly and let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord. We praise you for what is happening in this earth to expose the criminals. We know that we're really close to the end because they're being exposed. And you said saving Israel for last. And now we know what, what that meant. Thank you, Lord, that we're going to see this day, just as Zephaniah told us, where we will be at peace and at rest and our enemies will be gone and we'll have all these wonderful things to enjoy on this earth and be home and in peace. We pray for those who are in Palestine right now, the, the people of Gaza. We pray you would strengthen them and protect them. And Lord, very soon that it'll be, that all this evil will be stopped. Lord, we just can't even imagine waiting until November. We pray that this will happen soon, that this will be, uh, this, this, this criminal cabal will be stopped and we'll have this peace on earth that we all long for so much. Um, Lord, I just thank you for all these who are speaking the truth and it's getting out there. Thank you for all the, the youth who are learning this information on, on TikTok and, and, uh, how they're sharing all this information of Thank you for uh, having the truth able to go out on Twitter. I pray that you'll just use us, help us to get this truth out and wake up the people, oh Lord. Uh, thank you for Tucker and how he's doing all these red pills and McGregor and, of course, our wonderful President Trump. Thank you. We praise you. We thank you for your promise. We believe you that you're going to come, uh, to fulfill every promise in your word. And it's the end times for them and a thousand years of peace and health for us. I pray for everyone in our battalion. I pray you'd strengthen them and help them and encourage them and, and uh, give them that, that fortitude to keep going until we see the victory and the vincero. We pray all this in your wonderful name, King Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. I love you so much. I'm so glad that we are here together, and I will talk to you later.